Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Welcome, this is Andrew Roberts, and today we're going to have a conversation about confidence and we're going to really look at um, some some methods or ways that that you can use to boost your confidence and and particularly the liking of yourself. And of course, this is a relevant topic when it comes to running a business. That confident business owners will will succeed more. There's there's no question in my mind that confidence does play a significant role in succeeding in business as it does in life. Um, but I wanted to start with a, a funny story. Um, I went to a boarding school in New England, New South Wales, and uh, I remember I just always had a fear of walking up to a, a an attractive girl, a pretty girl, and, and asking her out. I don't know if any other guys listening to this can relate, but it was just always a daunting uh, feeling for me or experience for me. And and um, and I look back on it, and I think I I think I know why. Whether this was the the case or not, but I'll share it anyway because it's quite funny. But uh, early in my years at school, I uh, fell ma- head over heels over this girl. Her, her name was Becky, and she was like the first girlfriend that I'd, I'd ever really had at school. We, we we weren't even really dating, but I was um, really into her, and and I invited her up to my school, and. All my friends knew about this, and so I, I remember preparing for this this date, if you like. She was coming up to see me on a on a Saturday at school, uh, where I was a boarder at the time, and um, I remember uh, I was so nervous, and I I put on the the after shaving, uh, I think it was called jupe, this this smelling stuff to to smell better, and dressed up, and I was preparing for this occasion, and super nervous but super excited, and and um, Becky came and arrived and we went for a walk around Armadale and we came back to our school and I took I invited her up to my dorm now meanwhile while I was going for a walk my mates broke into my into my dorm room and decided to completely vandalize my my walls and so I took Becky up to my dorm room just to show her around um and my walls are covered in I love Becky and I'm going to marry Becky and Becky for me and Becky's my everything. And of course, this was my mates playing a prank on me and, and Becky just walked into my room and I could, I could just, I'll, I'll never forget the look. She just looked at me and just went, um, yeah, I think I better go. And off she went and, uh, I never saw Becky again. It broke my heart, but, um, and, uh, of course I was able to return pranks back on my mates but um you know we we lived our school our school days like that constantly playing pranks and there's probably reasons why many of us lack confidence and that would have been a big one for me um meeting future girls and even though uh i i'm married now so i i don't have have that issue anymore but i'm sure if i was still single i'd still have had the fear right and I'd still, I'd still have a lack of that confidence, whereas some other people just don't have any worry about worries about doing things like that. I mean, I've got mates that would never have an issue walking up to a a, a girl and, and and facing a rejection. But um, I remember hearing once, and 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 I think it's very true that 
so many kids start school with a high self-esteem, a high liking of, the, of themselves. There was a statistics thrown around that 90% of kids start high school with this high self-esteem and, a, and 90% finish high school with a low self-esteem or a low liking of themselves. And so I want to address this today and I want to talk about, you know, what is confidence why do we lose our confidence and what can we do to regain our confidence? I've got no doubt that it's something that you can work on, regain, and it's something that you really should work on, um, in my opinion, if you want to really succeed in business and, and have, a, have a, a fulfilling life. Um, and it's particularly important to, to, being, to running a business. Uh, I, I often think of uh starting out in business you've got these grand plans and you've got all this confidence and it's a bit like starting out in school i guess and 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 off you go and you you set sail off towards your goals imagine it, you, imagine you're on the sydney to hobart yacht race and you're full of enthusiasm and you're really excited and then off you go and then you get smashed with these high seas um this was taught to me by a guy called krill price by the way it's a metaphor that he uses and all of a sudden, you completely lose control and you're, 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 you, you lose your confidence and you're like, wow, I'm not used to this. And you're on this yacht, go on, this, on this race across the, um, the ocean and you just lose your mojo and, and the reality of, of the, the adventure you're on kicks into gear. And at, at that particular moment, all you want to do is survive. I mean, you don't really care about getting to Hobart. You just want to get through the, the crazy um, storms that, that have hit. And I think business is the same. I, I think we, we, we actually can build up this enormous motivation, this enthusiasm when we first start out. But then the reality of running a business kicks in. I mean, it is really hard work. There's bills to pay. There's um, in the case of farming, there's weather to deal with, there's market conditions to deal with. It's really challenging, right? You get hit with so many things that go uh, that happen around you. There's siblings that you may be um, bickering with, or, or succession issues, or and then you, you might have a uh, a wife that's that's nagging you, or or a husband that's nagging you, and constantly putting this other pressure on. Then you throw kids into the mix, and then that throws more pressure onto all of us, right? So. So it's no reason why we, we, we um, can very easily lose our confidence. And what happens is we get caught up in the obstacles and we forget to focus on the goal that we originally set out with, that the intention that we had when we first started out. Like that, that can get thrown out the uh, door. And there's that great saying that obstacles, obstacles are those things you focus on when you take your eyes off your goal. They're those frightful things that we begin to focus on when we take our eyes off our goals. So, so confidence is a very easy one to lose uh, when you're on the business journey just because of all the moving parts to, to running a business. So it's not your fault. It's very, very common. And as a business coach, I see this all the time. But I want to just firstly define uh, what, I, what I mean by confidence. And for me, confidence really boils down to an inner liking of myself or an inner liking of yourself. 
Um, the more you like yourself, the more confident you are. It's that self-assurance that you can set a goal and achieve it. It's that self-assurance or belief that you can <laughs> walk up to that girl and, and if you get rejected, you can just flick it off and think, well, you know, that's her loss. It's not my loss. Um, it's that self-confidence that you can buy that block of land and make it work. It's that self-confidence that you can take on a team member and afford, have enough money to, to, to pay for them and, and, and profit more. It's that, it's that self-confidence that you can start that new entrepreneurial activity, okay? It's that self-confidence that you can make decisions without second-guessing yourself. Um, and I I'm, will do another podcast on this one day, but I, I absolutely believe that the speed of success that you will have in business is directly related to the speed at which you can make decisions, and if you are someone that can't make strong decisions, then you most probably lack confidence to a degree because you second guess yourself. When we lose our confidence, we start second guessing ourselves. We start not backing our intuition. We start um, doubting whether we know that we are making good decisions. We 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 stop. We, 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 you know, you second guess yourself whether you should buy that block of land or far out. What if it doesn't work? You start playing very defensively when you, when you have low confidence and you stop taking risks. You stop taking the steps that need to be taken to help you succeed in business and life. And I really believe that confidence it start, starts getting knocked out of you really uh, not, not long after you're born. Um, I mean, if you think about that first seven years, the people that we, we, we respect the most, that we learn the most from are our parents. And, you know, parents do everything they possibly can um, well with the, with the resources that they've got available, right? So, so it's not their fault. But, you know, often from a very early age, we're told, don't do that. Don't touch this. Don't go there. Don't break this rule. Don't make a fool of yourself. So, so our parents can put a lot of sting on on on, on taking out on, on your confidence and 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 do a lot of things that can actually deflate your confidence. And and right from that early age, um, parents do this. Now, now teachers are the second layer of of confidence breakers. And, and again, they don't mean to. It's not their fault. They just haven't been trained. And and this is not all teachers, but this is many teachers. They just haven't been trained yet on how to maintain, excuse me, a, a person's self-esteem, their, their, sense of self, their sense of self-worth. And so teachers are grading us, right? And so you might get a D or an E, and then all of a sudden you're comparing yourself to the A's and the B's, and you feel like a bit of a loser. Or you might go and do sports, and you, you, get, you come last, and or you might stand up in class and, and say something and the teacher says, sit, sit down. Or, you know, you, there's a whole lot of disciplinary actions for playing up. I know at school I was constantly getting detentions because I was constantly breaking the rule. And, and a lot of the schooling's designed to get you to mould into the rules. I mean, it drove me insane because I hate being compliant to rules. Um, but there's a big moulding that occurs. And then the third group that really knock our confidence out, and, and again, they, they mean so well, but it's our mates, it's our, it's our peers, it's our friends that are just taking the fun out of us when they uh, vandalise our walls, but actually um, that rejection that I got from Becky, I, I take personally, even though it really had nothing to do with me, it was just, uh, I mean, she probably probably wasn't into me anyway, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter now, but the point being that 
you know, our, our friends might say, I remember always my mates at school, I'd put a shirt on and my mates would go, oh, you're not wearing that one, are you? And you go, what do you mean? They go, oh, mate, that's, that's not the shirt that I'd be wearing. I mean, they're, they're just having fun, um, right? But, but slowly but surely, uh, this, this innocent fun can actually take our mojo away. And then, and then, as I was saying, we start out on business and things go wrong and we, we start taking failure personally and we start thinking that we're a bit of a loser and we start going into this negative self-talk. And, you know, I would almost guarantee you that you're, you're the toughest critic on yourself. Yet, you know, we become very hard on ourselves and we start building these weeds in our subconscious mind, these, these thoughts of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not allowed to have this success. Um, and, and this is what causes a downfall or a downward spiral in confidence. And it's very normal. And every single person goes through this to some extent or another. And look, a lot of the people that seem to be able to succeed at a whole new level just had extraordinary upbringings, very, very blessed upbringings of very, very positive uh, parents. You know, they went to very, very amazing schools where they really harness confidence, self-esteem. And, and this is why a lot of people that come out roaring in their early 20s, um, they've just had very privileged upbringings. And so I wanted to start by saying this, and this was taught to me by Marshall Thurber, and he said, you know, we have to spend more time unlearning before we learn. And I'll say that again, but we need to spend more time unlearning before we learn. So what does that mean? That means we have to unlearn all that negative drama these stories that were, were, were put upon us from our, from our parents, from our teachers, from our peers, we have to undo it, unlearn it, and we have to rewire it. So we have to undo the, the negative and then rewire our brains for the positive, and it can absolutely be done. So I'm going to talk about three ways that I use, that I've been taught, that have significantly helped me, and that I will also pass this on to my clients. The first part is, um, and it sounds so simple, but you need to learn to be kind to yourself. You know, you, you need to treat yourself extremely well and take pressure off yourself and drop the, I should be doing this. You know, I should be exercising. I should be saving more money. I should be doing this. I mean, the reality is you're doing the best that you can with your available resources. And often we, are, we, we train ourselves over time to be really tough on ourselves. You know, there's a great saying, it's what you say to yourself when you're by yourself about yourself that matters most. It's what you say to yourself when you're by yourself about yourself that matters most. And this is really, really true. I mean, we've got to learn to be um, kind to ourselves. We've got to learn to take some pressure off ourselves. Like if you were to think about a kid, your, your child hops onto a push bike and they fall off. I mean, do you go and scream at them saying, you bloody idiot, get back on? Or do you give them patience and that time to learn something? And I think in running a business, we have to, you have to give yourself patience and time to fail, to fall off. I mean, failure is just feedback. It's just giving you the opportunity to say, you know, that's just a mistake. There's an opportunity for you to do it better next time. Get back on the wagon. Don't give up, right? So um, I, the way that I do this is, and, and this, really, this really links me in, into point number two, is we need to bring, well, you need to bring more awareness 
to your thoughts. Now, it really is true that we we are just purely a manifestation of our thinking. That's if you can really understand that you can have a significant breakthrough that you're just uh, who you are today is just a result of all the thinking that you've had since since being born. You've just manif- you've just created you. And Therefore, you by showing more awareness to your thoughts, if you can really understand that you're, you're a representation of all your thoughts, then you can start becoming a lot more aware as to what you're thinking. Now, I know when I, when I was going through a really bad rut in my life, um, uh, depression, um, feeling like a failure, no money, um, I've spoken about this in a previous podcast on, on removing fear. So you can go back and have a listen to that one. But uh, one of the best tools that I was taught was I had to pretend that I had a guard sitting on my brain. This sounds very weird, but I'll share it anyway. And I had to um, acknowledge the thoughts coming in and the guard would ask, is this serving you? Is this making you feel good? Is this building you up as a person? And if the answer was no, I had to train my brain to let that thought go. Right, sorry, when, you know, for example, I'm such an, I might have done something that was embarrassing, right? And let's just say the thought was, you're such an idiot. Oh, Andrew, you dummy, why did you do that? You know, and we run these stories, these patterns over and over. Now, the more I say I'm such an idiot, I'm such a loser, the more, the longer I go on like that, I'm creating this weed in my subconscious brain. I'm refueling the belief that I'm not good enough, right? And so, you have to catch yourself and become really disciplined in not thinking those thoughts. It's very challenging doing this. One little method that I was taught and that worked very well for me, for four weeks, I, I used a journal and every hour to do every two hours, I set my alarm clock and I, and I let it go off. And I would just simply record if the thinking that I was having was serving me or was causing sabotage. And I'd write down what the thought was. So it might have been, yeah, I'm thinking like I'm a loser. And I'd write it down. And then that awareness enabled me to capture how, uh, how often I was in negative thought processes or negative thought loops. And, you know, through awareness, we can flip it. So what I would do was I would catch myself in the negative thought awareness. And then what I would do is in that, in that exact moment, I'd look around my current environment, environment and I'd find just one thing that I could show gratitude for. For example, um, the fact that it's sunny. And I just go far out. I'm so lucky that it's sunny. Um, man, I live in Australia. I'd find maybe five reasons why I feel so lucky that it's sunny. Now, what this would do was flip the negative thought back into me focusing on gratitude. And gratitude diffuses negative thinking and fuels um, self-esteem and confidence. And so I did this for four weeks and dramatic impact on my confidence and self-esteem because I was stopping the flow the 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 um the the natural reaction of my brain to think negatively right or to think negatively about myself and by stopping it i was able to flip it this the the third piece of advice that i'll give you that i believe will have significant impact on boosting your self-esteem your confidence is working on implementing a morning routine now this is a daily routine that you commit to that you do every single day that you start your day with 
And and so for me, um, you wake up and often we wake up and we're already running subconscious patterns or subconscious thinking. This is thinking that's just happening without you even aware of it. Like, I'm such an idiot. I'm such a loser. Or I wonder what crap's going to happen to me today. All these thoughts are sort of running through our brain by, by practically breakfast. You've probably had about 5,000 thoughts and probably 90% of them are often negative, right? So if you can set up a morning routine to train your brain to say positive things to yourself, it will change your life. Now, some suggestions that really work well for me are just some positive affirmations. So, for example, uh, I am worthy. It's so simple, but I am worthy. Another fantastic one is I am enough. Another really powerful one is I like myself. I mean, try it now. Like, if you were to take I like myself and just say it to yourself, I like myself, 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 a hundred times, right? You almost can't help but laugh when you say this because it just, it, it sounds silly, but particularly if you say it out loud, but we've got to retrain yourself to like yourself. This is what confidence is. The more you like yourself, it's crazy, right? The more you like you, the more everyone else likes you. Um, and, and, and the more you'll start getting this confidence back, it'll just come from nowhere. It'll creep up on you. You've got to do the work, but it works. So affirmations. The second part is visualizing myself being successful. It's practicing it in, in, in your mind. I was watching a great documentary last night, actually, on the, on the um, Serena and Venus Williams, the tennis stars. You know, from an early age, they're telling themselves, they're visualizing them being champions. From the age of like five, they believe that they're going to be world champions. They could, they could see it. There's great interviews when they were interviewed at 14 saying, yeah, we're going to be world champions. They, they, or, they, they saw the success before they already had it. So visualizing yourself being successful, visualizing yourself being wealthy has an enormous impact on you. The other thing that I'd recommend is, is daily reading out a 60-second, it's like an infomercial. This is a 60-second thing that you can write down, you can carry it around in your wallet. And you, it's just this little thing that you read out that you write to yourself about how amazing you are. So, for example, um, I'm so proud of you. You know, you've done such an amazing job. You're doing the best you can. You so deserve every bit of success that ever comes your way. You're a great person. You know, you're so good with the kids. You know, you mean so well. You're trying your best. Mate, just I'm proud of you. Something that you say to yourself daily, and this will have a huge impact. And the last thing that I also find that really works for me is is I spend time every day journaling. And I write two or three pages down about, you know, what what my goals are, um, uh, why I want them, and why I'm worthy of having them. This is really, really powerful because, you know, we're all worthy of having a great life, but we have to tell ourselves that we are. I mean, I, I find that I have to work on this stuff every single day because I genuinely think there's too many things in, the, in, in life that can knock me personally off my, off my um, bike, if you like. I'll call it the confidence bike. Um, you know, negative news uh, might be, a, you know, I might have hurt someone accidentally or I might get a I might put a podcast out like this and then we get a someone might write in saying oh this is crap what a waste of time you know whatever it is we 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 face these criticisms all the time every day and so if I'm not keeping myself 
strong confidence, then I fall victim to external circumstances that can influence my beliefs, etc. So I really endorse working on this stuff daily. And so just to summarize this, be kind to yourself. Um, bring awareness to your thoughts. Work on your confidence daily um, with, a, with a morning routine. Now, um, this is, as a coach, I mean, if you could appreciate, this is one of the number one things that I do for my clients. In fact, I... We see more. I see more um, potential in all my clients significantly more than what they do. Um, there's no question about it because uh, I, I can. You know, every I believe everyone's got genius, and and this is why I really believe that coaching is just so important for every person that wants to succeed in business. I mean, you name a successful sporting team or a successful sporting person that doesn't work with a coach. One of the main roles of a coach is to fuel the belief in the player and to keep that player believing in themselves. Um, and this is why coaching uh, will have a, such a significant impact on you if you were to find a coach. Now, whether that's going to be with us or whether that's with someone else, please, please, please find a coach to work with. It will change everything for you and um, open you up to so much more possibility, things that you never even thought were possible. Um, and I work heavily on my client's self-esteem. I, I hold them accountable to doing this type of work daily, right? And the transformation just kicks in three, six months later. It's not overnight. You have to have patience for the impact to start showing itself in the external world, but it will come with the right discipline and focus. So if you want to um, find out more about, about what we do and how we work in our coaching programs, just send us an email, support at farmownersacademy.com, and we'll share more with you um, because I think trying to do this on your own is really tough work. But I hope you got some ideas from this today. Please share this podcast around with others um, because everyone can work a little bit on their confidence, and, and I don't reckon we ever crack it. I think it's work in progress. Thanks for listening today and we'll see you on a future podcast. Take care.